0: Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching up on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember, it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate
1: responsibly. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: We're good? All right. Good afternoon. Is it afternoon? No, not afternoon. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the brand new AT&T store, the grand opening of the AT&T store here. At 11th and Market, John Marks and Joe Giglio from 94WIP. Hello, everybody. Get your, uh, what do they have there, Joe? Cookies. They've got pretzels, cookies, and some pretzels. water. It's good to know. Someone just brought donuts, and I think he might have brought it for himself, though. I'm not sure if that's for everybody else. Someone brought donuts for uh, for, the, yeah, for them, because I, I don't see a whole helping of them out there. see some WIP listeners are, are, uh, are, are coming in already. And uh, listen, it's a it's a beautiful day outside. A great day to come in. For every half hour, a giveaway of Phillies Diamond Club tickets. I'm assuming they do this over here, to our right. So if uh, you're in the store right now, every half hour, 11:30 will be the first drawing. There are Diamond Club tickets to the Phillies game, Joe, and that comes with a gift uh, or, or uh, some some cash to, or not cash, but diamond dollars to get 30 bucks in food credit. That's not bad. Says, diamond Club tickets and says 30. Says Rob bucks? Razai. Yeah, you don't have to pay for anything, but you're in. Yeah, you take the subway down, you pay three bucks, and, and you're in. There you go, Joe Giglio. What's up, man? How we doing? I'm good. Uh, Jorge Alfaro coming here. And the Philly Fanatic. From 12 to 1. Philly Fanatic. Who doesn't like the Philly Fanatic? Everyone loves him. My, Kids my, love him. Half of my childhood was the, the Philly
1: Fanatic was the best thing on the team. He will make this place even better when he gets here. It's pretty cool the way it is anyway.
0: Yeah, so he's 130 to 230. And then Jorge from 12 to 1. 12 to 1. By the way, Jorge Alfaro had a 470-foot home run the other night. Doesn't even look like he swings hard and the ball goes 450 feet. He just – kind of like kind of like Carlos Santana, who's come on of, uh, as of late as well. But ki- kind of like him where he's just – he's. Big. Yep. He's thick, and that's what you want out of a catcher. Yeah, he's got strong hands, arms, forearms. He's been great defensively too. So that's the, been the biggest difference with him. He's really good he's behind got a the great plate. Arm. Well, that's the they're the comparisons you see to to uh, to Ivan Rodriguez, yep. and uh, and what Pudge was able to do back there. And listen, he's got a long way to go to where anywhere he's close to there, but he's got the tools. That's for sure. Despite the low average, he's. He's done well. I'm not. I'm not thirsting for more and saying get him down with, no. with uh, with the other catcher. I'm saying that sometimes, right? With Nap, Nap. yeah, but not get him. And you notice the last two weeks,
1: it feels like when the, when the year started it was like, all right, they're going to rotate everybody. Alfaro's become the catcher. Alfaro plays like 70% of the time now. He's the catcher. Naps clearly the backup. The beginning
0: of the year, was, it was split. It was, yeah, it was split or even the other way a little it bit. It was. And I think Alfaro's just played his way into being the starter. Well, they were getting him comfortable. But, uh, you know, we, we sit here today at the, the grand opening of the AT&T store, and the the, the first drawing's going to come up in 10 minutes, so get over here and uh, and fill out your, uh, your chance to win the tickets. But uh, 22 and 15. 22 wins and 15 losses. And... It's, it's been fun. For, for all the people that were that, that were bent and nuts after the first weekend, I understand you being frustrated, but I think it's time that at least you got to give it up and say, all right, this manager's doing a pretty good job. Let's see what he does. Yep. I'm not going all in yet, but he's done a pretty good job he so has, far. And the
1: one thing I've noticed, look, that loss they had, John, Sunday in Washington against the Nationals, that's the kind of loss that sets a young team back. This team believes in themselves. They think. I Whatever. was so mad
0: after that. Oh, it was.
1: That was awful. It was the worst. That was worse than the opening day loss
0: because that meant more. When I felt it, I did. I, yeah. felt, I, I, felt it. I felt like like eighth inning. Hunter was throwing a lot of pitches, and that's like, all right, they get out of the eighth fine, but now you got to deal with Neris yep. in the ninth, and I didn't feel good. They, they, they were. It looked like they were going to bring him in for a four right out save,
1: which I. Why you well, couldn't get the three? <laughs> no. And they battled back. Like they battled in that game to get the lead. There's something about this they team did. so far. They fight. They're never really out of a game. And I think whatever Kepler's preaching, like they believe in themselves. They think they're pretty good. They've got some
0: confidence about them. They've which is got fun. some confidence. They're having fun. Yep. Uh, you know, watching the game every night, and you're doing the the pre and post, uh, leading off and uh, the final out. How soon I, I forget? How could you forget? Jeez. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a it's a fun team, but also I I, I enjoy I enjoy the. The cuts they go to to Kepler in the dugout, Cause you know, during baseball games. There's lots of time lots for of conversation time. and shots everywhere around the ballpark, and I like I like watching him because you're just kind of studying him right now yep. and and seeing what he's doing. I like him. I, I like I, I like his personality. You can tell. He he really enjoys what he's doing and he enjoys the game and uh, I'm excited. He's, he's been good so far. It's
1: fun watching a young team. You notice almost every pitch of every game, all the guys are up on the dugout steps. There's no, no one sitting back and not paying attention. It's almost like you're watching a team that's in on every pitch. Like when when Herrera's up, every one of his teammates is on the dugout railing watching his at bat. That's fun. Like there's something about this team right now. They're new. It's different. They're talented. And look, when you get off to a 22 and 15 start. You've got a chance. Like they, they've got a chance to stay in this thing this year, John, and, and make a run. I'm not saying they're going to win division, but they could be in this thing and compete for a wild card.
0: We, we have the the uh, the great employees here at the AT and T store with their Philly stuff on, right Everyone's there. Everyone's all filling up here. Yeah. No, it's it's you know it, it's it's crazy because you didn't see Sixers things for years, nope. and now this year and, and last year, but this year especially, it's back. it's back. Philly stuff. Ten years ago, six years ago. You would see the Carlos Ruiz t- T-shirt jerseys on the on, Hamels on, T-shirts. On, yeah, you'd see the, You'd see the girls wearing them. You'd see the guys wearing the T-shirts and the hats and everything else. 2018, it's it went away for a while. It's not. It's not. You know what it is? It's not. You don't see it everywhere. Right now, if you're walking around Center City where we are at 11th and, and Market, you don't see a lot of people wearing it. Ten years ago, you saw everybody wearing the. Well, post they haven't up. had
1: many players the last couple of years worth go buying a T-shirt. Well, you're for. Right now, you're right. now they have some. Aaron Nola, Reese Hoskins, Henry Ree will be a guy that everyone has a shirt for the next five six years.
0: So, Joe Joe Giglio, were you a um, were you a a uh, a truther for the? for the third baseman were you a guy that Michael that said that Franco I never gave up but I, I never
1: I never was willing to say like I'm buying in all the way but I, I was always hesitant to your give producer
0: up. Jack Fritz has been oh Michael Island he, he, talks he, about. he even when you shouldn't be saying that right
1: he has this is the best I've ever seen him over an extended period his rookie year was good John but then he went to the tank for two
0: years Something's different about him now. Yeah, he changed his swing. The, the rookie year was him hitting a lot of fastballs yes. that, and, and not knowing how to get him out. And at that point in the season, not really caring. This is the most impressive right? he's ever been. He's been good. He's definitely been good. Uh, I... I
1: can he continue through the whole season? I don't see why not. I think the Crawford injury is the best thing that ever happened to him because it got him regular playing time because
0: Kingery moved to shortstop. Well, Kingery was playing a lot of third. Kingery's ineffectiveness also yes. has given him some playing time. But you're right, J.P. Crawford going it certainly made him the everyday. Right. Who else is going to play with? third? If Kingery's got to play short, Mike Hell's at third. Yeah, well, Kingery's got to start hitting. So be- before – and I, I, was, I was listening to L.A. the other night, and uh, and L.A. was saying that he, he – he, because he's not a he's not a, a walk guy, Mm-mm. and he's not a patient guy. It seems like that he's trying to be that guy at the major league level. And L.A., I've heard him say it a couple of times, he's seen a lot of fa- first-pitch fastballs he's not swinging that any. he should be looking for. I think Kapler mentioned yesterday Make the adjustment. they have five guys that are the top
1: 50, I think, in all of baseball and pitches per plate appearance scene. Kingery's one of them. Some guys are good at it. like Reese can hit with two strikes. Santana can hit with two strikes. He's he's, he's going to strike out a lot because he
0: sees so many pitches. But he can hit with two strikes. He knows what he's doing, right?
1: I'm not sure King. I, if, if I'm Kingery, I'm going to step up there. If I see a first pitch fastball, hit it. I'm okay with that I, with
0: him. I, I, I agree. You know, I because I think the the pitchers are just they're, they're getting ahead of him in the count, and when and he's then, behind, he's in trouble, right? And then he's pressing, and then guys are saying like, all right, well, I got a couple pitches to to, to throw a curveball to. Do whatever. I mean, there's already a book on, on the yep. kid in the league, and that's he's, what you he's do. covered though because they're playing well. No one's talking about Kingery no struggling. One, no one has to talk about it, which is good because once he finally gets comfortable, remember he was playing left and right field, yes. taking starts away early in the season. That's how that's how gung ho they were over he, He's Not going to be playing a lot of left
1: yeah. and right field at this point. And if I don't know when Crawford's coming back, but if Crawford comes back and, and hits, Kingery's not going to play much because they they kind of have an everyday lineup now. Altera's become the right fielder. Franco's hitting. So Kingery has to hit if he wants to keep playing. But the fun part about this team right now, John, they have a lot of depth. There's not, that, those,
0: there's not those dead spots lined up. They're fun to watch. No, they're not. John Marks and Joe Giulio were live at the AT&T store, 11th and Market. It's the grand opening. And it's one of these, I mean, it's even walking up, it has the big video board yes. outside. I felt like it was in Times Square. It did. You can't miss this place when you're walking down Market Street. You You, cannot miss it. So we're here, cookies and pretzels, and Joe's already eaten a couple cookies and pretzels. He he brought me a water, Uh, and I drank some of it. Look. You drank about a sip. Yeah, drank drank a sip of it. It was delicious. But they got deals going on here every half hour. We're going to be giving away Phillies tickets. So coming up uh, in about five minutes or so, we're going to make the the first drawing. Uh, So, yeah, definitely – uh, a lot of people are going to be showing up. Jorge Alfaro will be here. We'll, I'll be gone by then. You'll, you'll be here? Yeah, I'll be you'll here be to leaving. 1.
1: I'll be here to 1. Oh, he's 12 to 1. Yeah, so I'll hang out with Alfaro oh. for an hour.
0: So you're going to do a, 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 a show with him? Sure. If, if Jorge's up for another show with Jorge. Is that in the cards there, Dave Breitmeyer? A, a Jorge and Joe show? When Alfaro comes, they're going to jump on the microphone for uh, Dave's yeah, all all right. up for it. I'm up there for you it. you We'll see if Jorge's up for it. You can do it like a Scott Fransky Oh, the pregame show? Yeah, when he comes uh, here with uh, Philly <laughs> skipper Pete McCann and Pete, uh, and, uh, big ball. Uh, I don't miss those Pete pregame <laughs> interviews. Um, Pete's a nice guy. He was a nice guy. Pete's not a, a great nice manager, guy. but he was a nice guy. And. and Thankfully, the Phillies didn't get fooled into the last month and a half and bring him back. They said, "Yeah, no, he's not our guy," and we're going to even after the game.
1: Remember, a year ago they gave him a contract extension,
0: and then the end of the year they were like, "Well, no big deal." They ate it. They ate it, which is interesting with the with the Sixers because Brett Brown's going into the final year of his contract. I didn't have to give him an extension. You don't want a lame duck coach. But here is the thing: Do they give him a one year extension, which is not really an extension, or do they say, Brett? Great job! Here's a five-year contract right. extension. Here's a three-year contract extension. We're gonna, the
1: details will tell us how much they believe in him. Are you ready for my guess?
0: He's not getting a three-year contract extension. One or two? Yep. Tack one or two on there.
1: <laughs> so they have to do so, like they'll do something. They will do something. They can't they'll let it be alone. They may do two. Two. They ain't doing three. That's my prediction. I feel like two. They can hedge. Like all
0: right, we gave him two, but it's not three or four or five. What do you make of the, the Instagram post? That was like... Michael Rubin? I mean, is not isn't is this ridiculous, or is this just how it is in 2018, where the, the an Instagram post that says, trust the process, not the coach, is liked by the 76ers co-owner, and that becomes news. It blew up right away. Do but, I like it? Within 10 I minutes, like it. my buddy sent me a screenshot of it. Like, do you see this? It's so good. Now, it, did he slip on a banana peel, as a lot of people would want have. you to believe? And on the process of going to the ground, his finger... Happened to touch the <laughs> like button at the exact same time on the screen as him hitting the ground, right? Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, though. Because, you know, all those, all those posts that you like by accident,
1: that's always everyone's excuse. Oh, it was an accident. <laughs> I got hacked. No, it's, it's the second best after I got hacked. It wasn't me.
0: Which, every, anytime he anyone say gets he got caught. hacked,
1: instead. I got hacked and he liked a post to try to. Uh, so he went and
0: unliked it. Someone must have called him immediately and be like, listen, Michael, get, <laughs> like, get that out. Actually, so li- listen, here's my question. Is it possible that he just liked it because he thought it was funny but didn't agree with it? Like, was he liking it because he was like, yeah, bleep Brett Brown? Yeah, the coach stinks. Or is he just, is he just a dope that was just like, ha-ha, funny? I, I hope he's just a dope because <laughs> otherwise it's I, a big I, deal. I don't think that's the
1: case. Probably isn't. I don't think that's the case. No, I, well, you know, we've seen it though. Your team gives the coach an extension;
0: he's gone a year later. They'll give Brett an extension. There's well, no that, doubt because they have to, and because he doesn't decide as a co-owner whether or not the coaches get. He may think that that Brett got out coached in the in the in the Celtics series, which is fine. He did, which they did, but he may be the type of guy that says, "That's the guy I want, not him." Right. And now he's in the corner of being like, "I like Brett, but." I, that's the guy I want, not him because he's under contract with the Celtics, but the next Brad Stevens, right? The next guy they could get. It, it's gonna.
1: It's funny these teams are getting good now, and this stuff matters. Like five years ago, it's like ah, oh, just let the guy coach the team; it doesn't
0: matter. Now it all everything matters with all these teams. It's fun. Yep. yeah, it is fun. It is. So we'll see how that plays out. I, but it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because if they were really happy with the job he was doing. It'd be a five-year contract extension. The, the the details will tell us everything. If they truly right?
1: believe in him, because otherwise they're going to eat money. Three or four. Yeah. If they don't believe in him and they give him the deal, they're going to eat money
0: eventually because they'll fire him. A three-year extension is, to me, would be great job. We're not we're not convinced that you're going to be the coach that wins us the championship. Yep. But thank you for everything that you've done with the crap we gave you, and thank you for, uh,
1: for this season. And now go and prove it again. Like, keep going, and then we'll, we'll take care of you again.
0: One-year extension is you have to earn. That's nothing. You have to earn. He could be fired next year. Right, during the at season. At any point, at any point, he could be fired. But they will give him an extension.
1: Th- that, yeah, that no, no, happen. no,
0: they're not going to make him a lame duck because that's a, it's, just, it's just not what you do. That, Harris and, and, yeah. and Colangelo understands how the game's played. What's the other thing? Is is is, Col- is it Colangelo that's iffy on him? Because I'll say this: Well, it's not his coach; he didn't, didn't hire him, right? I know, but the fact that Colangelo is the one running
1: the organization worries me. Well, I this would, is his summer; he he has to do something big this summer with the coach and a player. Otherwise, they'll be the same thing next year. Not; they'll well, be one I,
0: guy short. At this point, is where I want the Jeffrey Lurie influence to where you're saying like, no, no, no. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie lets his lets his guys do their work, but he has no problem voicing his opinion. Now the like, time li- for li- something. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like listen, Brian, we want to give him a threat, and if they want to do that, then he'll have the extension. Right. So that's what I almost think they have to do. They're going to have to tell Colangelo, reward him. This comes above Colangelo. This is an ownership Decision to give him give them a contract extension. I think they
1: should do it quickly because I mean, the, there's a negative tone, a little bit of negative tone, the way things ended. You 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 kind of bring everyone back to oh, this was a good season by giving them an extension soon. It was a good you're, season. You're
0: sending a message. I don't know if Joshua Harris is doing a, a, a press conference at the end of the year. No, today uh, uh, Brett Philangelo and, and, and Brett they're actually talking. talking. Yeah, they were already talking today. But yeah, and maybe maybe Brian said that. We pulling a name here for some Diamond Club tickets. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Our first okay. winner, first winner is Roger Miller from Lancaster. Roger Miller, Roger, where are you? Roger, are you in the store here? Do they have to be here? Got to be here, Roger. Should I, Should I wait a minute and then Razai? What's the official? Uh... Roger, wait Roger, Roger Miller, are you here? Philly tickets. Roger, Roger's Roger, here. Come on down. Congratulations. There's Roger Miller. You win a two thousand seven Camry. Congratulations, Roger. And this, you go to the Phillies game. Go. Take it to another. Who has the tickets, my man? You have uh, Diamond Club tickets to a future Phillies game. You got them right there. All right, so there it is. All right, every half hour, Joe Giglio. Now, is this is Dave? Breitmark, is this going to be posted to the website or something? So this will be on the on the website. We can encourage people to go to 94wip.com. There we go. You can throw it in your high hopes feed. Are you writing for 94wip at Not all? Not yet, but I'm gonna Are you going to assume. So you're going to? Yeah. It? Okay. All right, because like, we just recently went through a change of ownership. Yes. And our new owners, in the last six months or so, new our website. new owners, it, 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 we went from CBS to Entercom, and Entercom is now the second largest radio company, and certainly the strongest radio company in the country. And. One of the great things that they have is a website that – our old website that was was affiliated with CBS. It was awful. You couldn't use it. I couldn't even know how to find stories unless I clicked on a Twitter link. It was bad. Right? It was bad, but
1: it's not anymore. No, it's easier. I mean, it's just – it's like any other good sports website out
0: there. It's like ESPN.com. You go, and there's stories and audio and stuff like that. So I really – I looked at that, and I'm like, wow, this gives us the opportunity to actually do some some good content. Because people want to go there. there now. The Yeah, so if you're listening to this, you're probably on the website, but you should come to the website more, 94wip.com. I I even thought about doing a minor league Phillies r- uh, report on there. Not enough people do that stuff. People would want to know what's going a on down there. weekly Wednesday yeah. Marks minor league report. That would also mean I would have to do the work for it. So if I had to do it, uh, we you're an inter- intern. You're interested in that stuff anyway, though. I am interested Yeah, in it interest. wouldn't be that much work for you. No, and I know it wouldn't. But even if I just picked five, like – in, in our High Hopes Phillies podcast that we do, uh, I, I oftentimes talk about minor leagues, some of the minor league people. I've done a, a minor league report, but I need to start doing one every week, and right. then I can just write what I'm doing, right? Because this week I, I wanted to talk about the, the prospects in Clearwater, Sixto Sanchez. Their last two first round draft picks, Hazley and Moniac. Which, by the way, neither one of them. Hazley looks like he's going to be a major league player. Moniac yes. does not.
1: Moniac's now off the top 100 prospects list. He, well, he should be. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's been awful. He should be. And Hazley
0: Hazley I'm not going to say he doesn't look much better, but he's not that much better. Slow start for him too. Slow start. Sanchez has had a slow start. Yeah, a lot of their guys have. Actually, some of the AAA
1: guys are doing better than the younger kids. And the a, kid they got back for Freddie Galvis might be the next guy up here. I'm
0: wondering whether. That's De Los Santos. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. He's with an E. N-L- Are, N-L- yeah, N-L- N-L. yeah, he's four and hasn't his ERA's under one, so it's not smoke and mirrors. He's only twenty three. Yep. How the hell did they get him for Freddie Galvis? I'm I'm almost waiting for something to happen. <laughs> why uh, why the not good anymore.
1: He uh Kappler was on the morning show, I like, think, Wednesday. And he was asked, who's next, right? Because Sir Anthony Dominguez. I remember you talking about Sir Anthony Dominguez last year, how much you liked him. And now he's throwing 98 with movement out of the pen. So they asked him on Wednesday, I guess it was, who's next? Like, who's the next guy we should watch? And he mentioned De Los Santos. De Los he Santos. Not far.
0: Well, you can see with their, with their minor leagues, what they do is they get guys, they draft them, they're young, and they put them in bullpen rolls right away. Yep. And they let them go as fast as they can make it. Because think about it, if you're a bullpen guy and you only have to worry about pitching an inning at a time, you don't, really need, you don't really need to learn to be a starting pitcher. No, you don't need four pitches. And if you have high 90s with a second pitch, and that's what Dominguez was. He, just, he has a great fastball, and he's got two other already average pitches for an inning. Yes. And he's, the ball moves out of his hand. He works quickly. He throws a lot of strikes. And he's hard to – guys are having trouble picking him up. I'll be interested to see how they adjust to him. Yes. Because it'll happen. Kapler
1: said right away when he got up here, was it Monday. That he uh, he he has no problem putting him in a big spot, so he's not only just here;
0: he's going to use uh, he's their si- spot. He's their sixth or seventh inning guy right now, right now, right now. He's pitched three times, I think three four times so far. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 going to see a lot of seven innings until he shows. By the end of the year, he might be in really big spots. Well, he might be the closer with with what Naris looks like—just no command, a lot of walks, and everything else. But it, it's uh, it, it's exciting to see. Because you're right. Their prospects across the board have had slow starts. Mm-hmm. They have. Well, the one
1: guy had a good one. And they brought him up here. They're not, I like that they're not afraid to bring a guy up if he's ready to go. Let's go. Put him in. And where was he
0: even rated in their system? I think 11? Not, not even top 10. No. Top 20, but not even top 10. Which shows they have a lot of talent. And, and they, have a, they have a couple other uh, other guys down the minors. minors. Uh, Trevor Betancourt was a draft pick. Was It, two, it was two years ago now. Same thing. Now he, he hasn't had the same success that Dominguez has, but he is a high strikeout, certainly over an inning strikeout. But when he when he gives up runs, he usually you know he gives up runs. He'll go in stretches where he's really dominant, and they have him up in Reading this year, so he could be another guy that comes up. It's
1: funny you mentioned the farm system. A lot of the guys, I mean, this team right now, John, I think it's nineteen of their twenty five guys. You know who they they're left over from? They're left over from Ruben Amaro. Ruben Amaro didn't leave this team as as bad as I, everyone I,
0: said. Did did I was it you that I heard? Saying, yeah, Zach saying Zach Eflin, Eflin. About Eflin, yeah. I mean, the, he got him for Jimmy Rollins, He got him for J-Roll. For J- he got Pavetta for Papelbon. Correct.
1: And he comes back tonight. Uh, Amaro with the Mets for a space coach. Oh, Amaro's that's right.
0: Yeah. no, God, It's just weird to see him uh, it, in a Mets uniform. And he brought out the wrong lineup card the other day. <laughs> you see that? It, oh, so that was on him? Well, I don't think
1: it was on him, but he literally handed the wrong one in. I don't I, know who typed it up. It, Maybe it was him. I could
0: see him. <laughs> I could see him doing it. Like Ruben, can you go get go type it up? Type it up. Bring it out. Sure, boss. And he goes in and and he does it. But yeah, no, I mean he he did a uh what was what was Chase? Who did they get for Chase? That's what I was just trying to think while I was still a Rollins. They got Oh, Chase was Chase was a was a middle infielder who never ended up working out.
1: Yeah, the guy arrived here. Didn't they put that guy in the lineup right away and hit a home run his first night, but there was another guy. There was a minor leaguer too thought which there was an arm. Va- Valentin. Yes, Mel Valentin. It was. It was. So he's on the team now too. Yes, he is. Yeah, a lot he, of this he, team he is from up. Ruben, which is funny. It, it always takes us in baseball like four extra years to evaluate what a guy did because you leave the whole farm system left over. You don't know what it's going to be. If they if they have a good year, John, he'll get some credit at some point. He'll get a little bit of credit for leaving what he left over. Darnell Sweeney. Darnell Sweeney. And Valentin was that trade. Yep. Yep, yeah. Did a did – uh, or no, it says here it wasn't Valentin. Well, then who was it? Maybe Valentin was for, for for Roberto Hernandez. He got he got something it was from for the Dodgers.
0: For, it, it was. There you go. Joe and John uh, from ninety four WIP were live in a jam packed place is packed now. A T and T store.